Welcome to The Guy Divide, where we uncover real-life communication challenges men face in the modern world and equip you with tools to bridge that gap one conversation at a time. Welcome to The Guy Divide, a podcast where we'll be exploring communication challenges men face and how they can overcome them. My name is Naj Ali Khan. I'm a therapist working in Pasadena, California. I've been working on men's issues for over 10 years. I specialize in men working in the tech fields, Asian, South Asian men, and as you might expect, all of them have challenges with communication. Uh, I, myself included. I'm here with my co-host, Kelly. What's happening? I am Kelly Whitaker. I am a communication coach. And if you're not familiar with that, don't worry. It is exactly what it sounds like. I partner with people and help them build up their communication skills within themselves. And this is a business that I started two years ago because I recognized it was something that was not easily accessible. And I wanted to provide a resource for people to practice and learn those communication skills so that they can problem solve within their own lives. And it goes without saying that a lot of the people that I focus on working with and a lot of my clients are men. And I work with men particularly because men are not provided resources for communication. And similarly, it is not a skill that's prioritized in men. And I wanted to give them a safe space in order to do so. Now, Naj and I have been friends for about 10 years now. We met uh, a, a cool decade ago in the mean streets of Santa Barbara in a uh, nonprofit leadership program. And throughout the last 10 years, he and I have gone through some, some, some significant life shit. We've gone through breakups. We've gone through fuck ups. We've gone through stretches of poverty and we've gone through excellent sushi on our birthdays. And we're really excited to come together and focus on this because it's something that has impacted both of us. Naj as a man, me as a woman who has interacted with a lot of men, both socially, romantically. And I have this one rowdy brother, which we'll get into. Yeah. The, this, the idea for this podcast came up pretty organically, you know, was Kelly and I talking a lot about uh, my sort of trial and error process of being a man, making mistakes uh, and learning from them, coming to her and going, hey, this thing happened and her being very honest with me and going, well, that might be because and and me realizing that I had a lot to work with, a lot to learn when it came to uh, better communication in my partnerships. Uh, the truth is that even though I am a therapist, uh, I don't always get it right. And a lot of people will sort of ask me, um, you know, shouldn't you know better? And the truth is, unfortunately, I am stumbling through this world like most of you. The difference is, yes, you're right. And maybe afterwards, when the mistake's been made, I can look back and say, oh, I see what happened there with a little more clarity than the average person. But uh, I'm still sort of knocking my head on the wall to see if it hurts. <laughs> and does it hurt? Yeah, every time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But that's life, you know? Life is a work in progress. And communication, like all things, is a skill. It's a skill that can be learned. It can be refined. It just takes looking at it and willingness and focus. The other root of this podcast uh, came about when Kelly and I, Kelly and I encountered this tweet that we thought really captured uh, the struggle, the challenge, the hardship that men face in their day-to-day -day lives. Kelly, you want to read that for us? God, so much. <laughs> the first tweet says, dudes can literally just sit around and name old sports players and just have the best time. 
And then another guy followed up and said, decades of gender slash sexuality research tell us that this is a, quote, dude thing, because some men still don't have social permission to create direct bonds with other men. Those bonds have been indirect through sports talk, women, etc., which is one of the many ways the, pa- uh, the heteropatriarchy hurts men, too. And I feel like this just does such a good job of encapsulating the communication struggles that men go through. And like I was saying, it's largely rooted in the fact that it has not been a priority for men. Men really haven't been given permission, like this tweet says, social permission to connect on things that are deeper than just surface level things such as sports. Let me be clear. I'm not here to talk shit about sports. If sports is what lights you up and that's how you connect with people, you you go do that. You go off. What made me sad about this tweet is that men deserve more. Men deserve to be able to have the permission to talk about things that are deeper than this, to really connect on things like what they're going through in their life, their relationship, their struggles, what have you, their emotions. Men deserve better. And I think, uh, you know, working with men that by and large, they want those things, but there are so many barriers. Mm-hmm. They've internalized so many societal bar- barriers, um, gender roles, expectations on how they're supposed to express themselves, what they're allowed to express. It's, you know, a lifetime of at this point trying to deprogram yourself from being a man and what that means to you and what that means in your community, in your society at large, even in your family. You know, the model uh, that you had for what masculinity was as you were growing up, you've obviously internalized that as well. And now you're probably realizing this may not be working for me that well. There are limitations. It's not a sustainable practice. It's not a sustainable practice. I, you know, my relationships, um, they're sort of hitting the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, being able to uh, unlock some of the vulnerability and some of the emotional expression that comes with creativity, with ideas, with being yourself at work and in your friendships, that's all stifled Mm -hmm. uh, by the idea that, you know, being a man means talking about sports. Um, because you're obviously you're more than that. God, God, yes. Bravo. And I liked the use of the word stifle. That was good. (laughs) But there's also just the fact that by and large in our society, emotions are equated with femininity. When you Mm. hear the expression, be a man, Naj, what what does that mean to you? It means, uh, push whatever you're feeling down and get it done. Right, right. And we are human beings. We are emotional creatures. That is part of how we're wired. And so if you are expected to just crush down all this emotion, put it in a little box, don't look at it, don't think about it, don't talk about it, what does that lead to? Suppression. Suppression. Mm. What you angry? And it makes it difficult for people to connect with you. And so it keeps you lonely. It's a, it's a bummer of a cycle. Yeah, it's... You know, we've talked a lot about how when someone can express what they need and want, then they can actually get loved. And Mm. if you don't know what you need, uh, and even if you do know what you need, you can't articulate it. If you believe you're not allowed to articulate what it is you think and feel, it's really hard for people to love you the way you want to be loved. Mm -hmm. And so you have men sort of this quiet desperation that defines modern masculinity uh, in which they want and need a lot of normal human things, but out of manliness are pretending like they don't need them. Um, and then are pretty unhappy and drink a lot of beer. <laughs> so true. So true. 
God knows we've witnessed it. God knows yeah. we've been there. Been there. And life is growth, baby. And this is an <laughs> opportunity. Yeah. So we have been we have been circling uh, communication as a concept. So we're just going to take a little bit of time to go into that a little bit deeper. And first and foremost, there is a separation between talking and communicating. Talking is something that anybody can do and anybody does. Talking at the simplest basis, talking is one person saying words. That's a monologue. That's a soliloquy. The separation between talking and communicating is communicating includes multiple parties. And specifically, the difference between communicating and particularly effective communication is you are talking with the desire and need to be understood. Communicating is opening the door for you to understand the other person and for them to understand you. And so when we say communicating, that's what we're really talking about. It's not surface level. It's not just sports. It is you are getting to know me better and I'm getting to know you better. Mm-hmm. And that's a skill worth prioritizing mm-hmm. because no matter how much you want to, you can't move through this world alone. Communicating yeah. helps in every aspect of your life. It will help in your relationships with others, whether they're platonic or romantic. Communicating will set those up to be more fruitful and, and have more connection. Communicating is also beneficial as a professional. Tell me the job where you don't have to speak to somebody else. Also, communicating sets you up to understand yourself better. I would say that more than set us up, communicating sort of demands that we know ourselves pretty well. And we have to take the time to learn what we like, who we are, what we need, um, and then communicate them. And, you know, as you interact with people, they're going to tell you what they want and they're going to tell you what they need. And if you're on the other side of that, and you're not able to then reciprocate and get your needs met. It's a very one-sided relationship. It's how resentment builds. It's how disconnection also gets created. Um, There's so much we get out of being able to notice and articulate what it is we're feeling. Without communication, without being understood, um, we can start to feel really alone. And in fact, we kind of are alone. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. Without communication, you will find yourself lonely and the people around you will find themselves lonely as well. So it is about connection. It's about establishing community. And it's about honoring yourself and letting yourself get your needs met and move forward through the world. Um, Fuck. Fuck. Loneliness is a pandemic that people are not talking about. And the inability to connect with someone leads to loneliness. Yeah. And this is, this is the solution. Yep. Not to mention all the men who have trauma in their past, mm-hmm. um, all the men mm-hmm. who just need to do personal work, and they think to themselves, look, I don't need to do that. That's not for me. Why do I need to talk about any of those things? That's not important. Uh, what will that really get me? And the answer to all of that is it's kind of get you more connection. It's going to lead you to feel less alone. It's going to lead you to feel unburdened Mm -hmm. um, by the thoughts and the heavy emotion you're carrying around all day because you can't typically unburden yourself on your own. Some people can. Some people have learned the tools to process and and sort of uh, 
move through difficult feelings. But by and large, we connect with people and vent and externally process because it works. We're sort of wired that way. And without that, without that, that social connection, that um, access to community, we are then left dealing with everything we're feeling all alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which ultimately takes a toll on our physical health. Yeah. Our emotional health informs our physical health. And so even if you feel like you don't need to talk to people and you've got it handled, that doesn't mean your body and brain is on the same page. So true. So mm-hmm. true. Uh, and I think one of the big topics, the last big topic um, that will, I think also one of the big topics we'll be covering during this podcast is the word of vulnerability. You vulnerability. Know, it's it's kind of taboo. It's kind of a taboo word sure. because like you mentioned before, uh, vulnerability is about expressing emotions and opening opening up ourselves to the possibility of being hurt. And that's weakness. Sure, sure. But if you spend your life trying to avoid weakness, it's going to catch up with you and it's going to be worse when it does. Yeah, yeah. So and ultimately, our intention for this podcast is uh, it's twofold. It's to provide space and perspective and compassion around why communication is as difficult for men as it is. And additionally, it is a space of advocacy. We are here to advocate for men, for all people, but men in particular, because like we've been saying, it is less prioritized for men, advocating for men to learn this skill. And in doing so, we will also be providing a lot of tips and structure and advice on ways to slowly but surely integrate this new skill into your life because it is in your best interest. Yeah, we hope that this podcast serves as the bridge, as an opportunity to learn about yourself and to learn how to deepen your connections with the people around you, that bridge to a more satisfying, a more fulfilling life with the people that you care about as you allow them into your life a little more and you deepen into theirs. Yeah, because you deserve it. We got this one life to live. And if you're not going to talk about it, it is not going to be as rich as it could. Excellent. Here, here. Welcome to The Guy Divide. We're glad you're here. Thank you for listening to The Guy Divide, featuring Naj Ali Khan and Kelly Whitaker. For more information on our work, find us on Instagram at The Guy Divide. You can see more of Kelly on Instagram at Kelly underscore convos and Naj at Naj.